I really like Connecticut. I think it's got tremendous opportunity. Um, I just want to see it come to fruition. And I think it's, it's been a while now since it really has come to fruition. So, um, and like I said earlier, there's, there's no greater platform for change than as an elected official. So I could hop on Twitter and I could say how high taxes are, or I could try and get elected and do something about it. Welcome to Be The Change, a Connecticut News Junkie original podcast. I'm your host, Emily DeSalvo. Today on Be The Change, I spoke with Weathersfield Town Councilman Tyler Flanagan about his run for state senate, balancing college and the town council, as well as minor league baseball. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Good. So um, to start, you had said that you were busy working on campaigns. So I want to know, you know, how did Election Day go for you and what campaigns were you working on? Well, it was uh, certainly not the night um, we hoped we would have. Um, I was in the uh, 65th House District with another young candidate, actually, Chris Bayes, uh, 24 years old, chairman of the Torrington Republican Town Committee. Um, he was really a, a phenomenal candidate in a tough race. Uh, I believe it was the closest race in the state. We lost, I think, by a little over 200 votes wow. uh, in the 65th House District. Had an open seat in the 28th that we were uh, pretty confident about. It's actually my uh, house district that I reside in. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, came up short there. Uh, came up short in the 48th in Colchester. Uh, um, and then the 31st in, in Glastonbury with Chip Beckett, who uh, is Glastonbury through and through that, that district as Glastonbury and South Glastonbury. And um, mm-hmm. I believe he's been on the council since 06. And he, he did a, uh, a phenomenal job, but um, I think there were probably some, some larger trends at play this year that um, hurt us a little bit. And, uh, you know, the, the voters decided and it's the democratic process you know some years you love it some years you hate it but um you know certainly a a tough night but um you know it just gives us a chance to regroup and listen more to voters and and come back again in two years Mm -hmm. so now that you're part of the weathersfield town council how did you get to that point how did you establish your party identity and also your interest in running for office at such a young age so uh, in high school, we actually had a class called freshman skills. Um, and essentially, you go through like the pre-SAT process and kind of preparation for your next few years. Um, and one of the things they tell you is to start thinking about uh, what you might want to do in life. You know, obviously, you don't have to make a decision at 14, but um, try new things, try and, and have new experiences. And um you know, my, my grandfather was a veteran. Public service has always been uh, kind of important in my family. Um, so I just, you know, since I was 14, I couldn't apply to the capital internship program. So I just started um, pretty much cold emailing any uh, local reps that I could find, any reps that were looking for an extra set of hands, um, any help in anything they might do. Um, I lucked out and had a couple Republican state reps down in the southern part of the state who said, you know, if you want to learn some stuff and just kind of observe and help us out, you know, we'd we'd be happy to have you. Um, So I started doing a lot of basic stuff, you know, writing policy memos, um, you know, going through committee testimony and taking notes on um, what people were saying, what the pros were, what the cons were, you know, really um, entry level type stuff. But Mm -hmm. 
it was it was interesting to see the democratic process unfold. You know, I never really knew about um, committees or you know, testimony or that sort of thing. Um, and I just kind of stuck with it. I kind of got hooked. Um, I, I just think it's it's really interesting, you know, the lawmaking process. Um, and I think it's really interesting, uh, you know, the concept of, you know, hearing about an issue in your district and trying to do something about it and then having the state as a whole kind of give their input. You know, you get people from all different walks of life coming in and giving their input on how it'll affect their family, their business. Um, and uh, it was just something I, I really, really enjoyed. And, um, you know, politics can be a dirty game sometimes, but I think at the end of the day, you know, if you want to do something meaningful, if you want to have some sort of great social change, I don't think there's a greater platform to do it than as an elected official. Mm -hmm. And before you ran for councilman in uh, Weathersfield, you also ran for a state Senate seat. What initially made you run for that seat? What was the moment that said, you know, I'm ready to run for office? And then what did you learn from that race? Well, I, I think from the party standpoint, we weren't um, competitive for a few cycles in that seat. And I think just as a principle, um, it's not good to have a, a non-competitive race. Um, right. I think at the very least, you should have two sides that are trying, uh, you know, they speak for their principles and the voters decide. Um, and, and I also think, you know, at the time, you know, I was a freshman in college and uh, going into my sophomore year and I was seeing the writing on the wall. I mean, I know it's a bit of a tired story, but the state is incredibly unaffordable. And as someone who um, probably isn't going to make a ton of, ton of money at coming out of college, um, it concerns me. And um, I do love this state. It, it is my home. Um, and, you know, that's why I was concerned. You know, I'm not looking to move to uh, New York City or something, but um, I think someone needed to do something about it. Um, and, you know, that was, that was kind of my reasoning because, you know, I see my relatives moving out of the state, um, my friends as they're finishing up school or, or taking jobs elsewhere. Um, you know, it is, it is a tough process as a young person, um, when some of your older relatives might go, uh, to Florida or Arizona, or, um, you know, some of your friends might take jobs in, in Boston or Nashville. Um, and I think the opportunity is here. Um, I, I just think we've had some flawed decision making. And I think politics is one of those games where you feel like um, it could be detrimental to your career if you put your hand up and say, hey, we were wrong here. Um, we've got a reverse course. So I just I really like Connecticut. I think it's got tremendous opportunity. Um, I just want to see it come to fruition. And I think it's it's been a while now since it really has come to fruition. So um, and like I said earlier, there's, there's no greater platform for change than as an elected official. So I could hop on Twitter and I could say how high taxes are, or I could try and get elected and do something about it. Yeah. What do you think are some ways that we can, as a government, our government or state government, or even local governments, like you're part of can do to make Connecticut better or more desirable for someone who might want to, is deciding whether to live here or to go somewhere else? Uh, well, I mean, the the obvious answer, and this this won't, you know, be long term change, but I think in the short term, you really have to go line by line in a budget. And 
you know, we're able to do that in the town of Wethersfield because it's a municipal budget. So it might be a couple hundred pages. It's a little harder on the state level when you've got a thousand plus page budget on your desk the night before you're voting on it. Um, but I think you kind of have to extend the budget process a bit. So each representative has a chance to go line by line and fully understand and ask questions on what they're voting on. Is it completely necessary? Um, you know, in Weathersfield, uh, we had a, a slight tax cut uh, in the midst of a pandemic, uh, and we still increased our education funding. We didn't mm -hmm. lay off a single teacher. Um, all our social services are perfectly intact. Um, and we essentially did that by going by line by line uh, for quite a while um, and working together as a caucus. And we, we were able to get it done. It passed in bipartisan fashion. So it wasn't just a, you know, Republicans want lower taxes type thing. We were able to lower the tax burden while still maintaining the social services that people in town want. Um, so I think in, in the short term, uh, you really kind of have to just look for things that are unnecessary. Um, it might not be popular, but it's, it's what you've got to do. I think in, in the long term, um, you've got to look for structural change. And, and like you said, if, if you wanted to attract young people, um, I know Bob Stefanowski campaigned on eliminating the income tax. And, um, you know, I was a fan of it. Some people thought it's too extreme, but I think you could even find a happy medium. You know, what if we offered something for college graduates to where, you know, your first five years, if you stay in Connecticut after um, college, you know, you're exempt from income taxes, state income taxes. And then if you stay past five years, then you're, you're back to paying the normal rates. I, mean, yeah. I think that's a great balance between, um, you know, building the tax base uh, and not just going for a money grab. A, a lot of students are paying off their student loans their first few years out of college, um, trying to save up money, uh, whether it's rent payments, mortgage payments. And even if you don't have student loans, it gives you a chance to uh, you know, build up some savings and, and buy a home here, settle down, raise a family. Um, I, I think there, there's the short term and the long term. Um, it's a tough balancing act, but, uh, you know, I think these are just kind of necessary steps to be more competitive. If you look to our neighbors to the north, Massachusetts, um, flat 5% income tax rate. Uh, I don't think that it's, you know, I think it's a nice happy medium between the taxes aren't high, but it's not something like New Hampshire where there is no state income tax. Um, you know, they have tremendous schools. They're attracting businesses. I think the reliability, the stability, um, you know, trying to find that, that happy medium for both sides to work on, um, that's really going to be a necessary component if we want to compete. Mm -hmm. um, I know that you are, you know, a Weathersfield guy and you've kind of like lived there for a while. After losing the state Senate seat, uh, what made you, you know, turn back to your hometown and decide to run there? And also, what's so special to you about Weathersfield? Uh, well, when I ran uh, for state office, I think I got like 71 or 72 percent of the vote in Weathersfield. So I was pretty confident I would do well in Weathersfield. Um, it was really just a matter of, you know, do I have the energy really? Because I mean, after a long campaign and a close loss and, you know, I'm probably biased because we're doing this interview on November 6th, but, um, you know, it really sucks the life out of you. I mean, you talk to a lot of people and you knock a lot of doors and, um, you know, most people really are great. I always tell, you know, kind of our field staff, 
were college students doing it for the first time, you'd be surprised how polite strangers are when you walk up to them and ask to talk politics. Yeah. Um, but there certainly are people who, you know, might not know you, but they instantly don't like you. Um, Mothersfield's just kind of special to me because I've been here my whole life. Um, my, my dad was here pretty much his whole life. My grandpa was here for most of his life. Um, you know, I, I lived across the street from my grandfather. My aunt, uncle and cousins are my next door neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just, you meet so many good people. Um, and I'm sure every town feels this way and we'll all argue on who's the best, but there is a, a special sense of community in Wethersfield uh, that I've always appreciated. Um, you know, even in my case, I mean, I went to the Catholic school, so I didn't go to any of the public schools, but I, I just have so many friends in Wethersfield, whether it's through um, sports or through different town functions. Um, you know, the people here really are great. Um, we might bicker sometimes in our Facebook groups or whatever, but I think at the end of the day, we do uh, unite and we work together. And um you know, it's just, it's home, you know, it's tough to kind of put into words, but it's, it's home. And, um, like people who, you know, root hard for their alma mater in high school or college, you know, you, you have the sense of, of pride in your hometown and, um, I'll always want to see whether she'll do good things. In terms of initiatives that you've been working on, on the Weathersfield town council, I know that you said that you went to private schools. How do you go about finding out information about different initiatives that you could work on in the schools being that you're not super familiar with them? Do you have like relationships with the Board of Education? How do you know what is best for the Wethersfield schools um, given that you didn't attend them? Yeah, we certainly have a a good relationship with uh, the Board of Education. Um, You know, they they did a great job in the budget process as well. I mean, the same way we went line by line, I know they did as well. you know, one of the, the good things, I guess, about being a younger person in politics, too, is even though I didn't go to the public schools, you know, I still have 10 or 15 close friends who went to the public schools their whole life. Um, and they'll shoot me straight, too, because, I, you know, I might uh, have my name on a ballot, but they don't. Um, so they, they, you know, when I have a question, I could go to them and, and they'll give me the truth. Um, and, uh you know, it's, it's important to work with people who recently graduated, work with people who are still in the schools, um, because I think it's the freshest in their minds. I mean, I think after 20 or 30 years, it might be kind of hard to, to you know, you're not trying to lie, but, you know, you could have different memories back then of what's going on now, and it might cloud your judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really try and make it a priority of talking to current students and talking mm-hmm. to recently graduated students on um, what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, um, mm-hmm. you know, what programs they would like to see continued, what programs really didn't drum up any interest, mm-hmm. uh, and how we can do better. Um, yeah. It's no doubt in Weathersfield, like most towns in Connecticut, the public schools and, and education as a whole is a really hot topic at all points. Um, you know, it's a, it's a huge issue in town every election cycle. Um, even when there are no elections, I mean, people, whether it's in the PTOs or the students, um, really value having high quality education. So I think the best way to do that, um, I certainly value the parents' input. Um, it's their taxpayer dollars. So uh, you have that. 
side of things as well. But I, I try and talk to as many students as possible because, um, you know, at the end of the day, they're the ones receiving the education. So I think you really kind of have to value their voice. Yeah. Outside of education, what are some things that you're working on on the town council right now, initiatives that you're excited about and think are important for the town? Well, I'm, uh, I'm our liaison to our youth advisory board um, and our social services department. Um, they do a, a tremendous job. Um, they, they, they applied for a couple of grants within the last few months, mm-hmm. um, the, the, namely the Drug-Free Communities Grant, um, trying to kind of provide funds for uh, the safety of our youth um, and it might not just be, you know, keeping drugs out of our communities. It might be youth who are struggling with addiction, um, and not judging them and giving them the help that they need and, uh, kind of destigmatizing the process that they're going through. Um, and I think that's something to be excited about. Um, you know, it's not easy. I know a lot of young people who've struggled with different things and, I really appreciate the hard work they put into those grants because I know for a fact applying for grants is not an easy process, right. um, let alone being awarded them and then using the money efficiently. Um, but I know they're going to do a tremendous job. Um, and that's something I, you know, again, I'm, I'm close with as a young person. Um, and then, you know, as far as initiatives and, and that sort of thing, I mean, in my opinion, there's um, nothing more important than a budget. And what I certainly have liked us to have um, maybe had more structural change in our last budget, absolutely. Um, what kind of structural change? I, I would have liked uh, to maybe gone a little deeper with a tax cut, um, maybe a little stricter on our spending, but you know, unfortunately it, with COVID, it, it really wasn't an option and, you know, I'm not just going to blanket cut taxes because I have an R next to my name and print, you know, my principles kind of align as a fiscal conservative, you know, at the end of the day, people are hurting. Um, and there weren't social programs that I personally, or I think anyone else was comfortable cutting during such a hard time. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, moving forward in a, in a post-COVID world, I'd like to see us really try and ramp up our, our economic development more. Um, I know it's certainly a priority in town hall, but, you know, I, I would like to um, maybe do something where, um, you know, we have a, a centralized place for prospective business owners or prospective businesses to look and say, okay, these are the demographics of Weathersfield. This is why your business might be right for Weathersfield. Um, this is, these are the locations that might fit you. I, I'd like to streamline the process a little bit and actually advertise it a bit more. Um, you know, and instead of waiting for businesses to come to us and say mm-hmm. we're interested, we should show them why they should be interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know that when you initially ran for office, you were actually still in college. And are you still in college now? Yep, I'm at UConn. How do you balance, you know, being a college student mixed in with campaigns and also being on the town council? Is that ever a struggle for you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, uh, you know, you don't have a lot of free time, um, but at the end of the day, it's worth it. Um, You know, and and I have some very understanding friends and family. 
um, who get that I might be cranky or grouchy some days um, as a result of lack of sleep between, you know, term papers, um, you know, chasing absentee ballot requests and, you know, dealing with, you know, uh, constituent relations on the council. But, um, you know, it, it certainly is, is difficult, but it's manageable. You know, I, if, if anyone asked me, you know, if, if a college student asked me, is it worth it? Should I try it? I would say absolutely yes. Um, certainly know what you're getting yourself into, but I would say absolutely yes, it's, it's doable and, and it's worth it. Um, you know, I, I can only talk about my personal experience. I know you've actually interviewed a, a couple people that I know um, who have gone through similar things as well, but at the end of the day, um, you know, the, the long council meetings, the you know, hours of door knocking, the term papers, everything you might go through on a fall like this fall. Um, it, it is rewarding, not just in, um, you know, you might, it's not even you know, building a resume, but you really do, you meet a lot of people with a lot of unique perspectives that I myself would have never seen. And um, one of the things, you know, I try and do in, in all campaigns is be as empathetic as possible, you know, put myself in their shoes, um, because, you know, I think a, a lot of elections, you can learn a lot just by trying to be empathetic. And instead of saying, why did they vote for me? Or why did they not vote for me? Um, really kind of say, okay, if I was them and this was my situation, what would I do? And I think it could, it could open your eyes a lot of the time. So, um, you know, where, whereas if I hadn't done all this, I, you know, probably would have, um, just been playing Call of Duty and, uh, you know, going out to the bar some nights. It's, um, it's opened my eyes to a lot of things that I, I probably would have never experienced. Mm -hmm. Are you going to run for this um, town council position again, or what's next for you? Uh, I'm undecided on if I'm going to seek re-election or not uh, in my fourth year at UConn. So I'm coming up on the time where, uh, you know, I'll probably move on to the private sector and, and not do more campaign work. Um, I, uh, I'm considering pursuing an MBA. Um, I, I would really, I think my professional goal is I'd like to be an agent. Um, I'd like to focus on arbitration and be an agent uh, in Major League Baseball, but um, I'm certainly leaving the door open. Um, like I said, at, at the end of the day, I don't think there's a greater platform to bring about positive change than being an elected official. Uh, all things considered, um, but it certainly is time consuming. It's, it's energy consuming. And I think, I think the time would have to be right. Um, I try not to be a serial candidate. We certainly have a lot of those in Connecticut, um, but uh, the, door, the door is open, but um, certainly uh, the, the stars would have to align. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like there's work left for you to do in Weathersfield that might keep you around or you feel like you've accomplished what you're looking for? Oh yeah, there's, there's absolutely, there's, there's always work to be done. Mm -hmm. um, there are so many issues in, in any town in today's world that um, if you think the work is done, you probably haven't been paying attention. Um, so there's, there's always going to be work to do. Um, and I certainly would like to stick around in Weathersfield. I think it's it's mostly a matter of post college what 
mm-hmm. are my options? Um, which direction is it going to take me? Um, but I certainly, uh, I mean, I'm strongly considering running for re-election, but I, I haven't made up my mind. Um, you know, I, I do love Weathersfield. I do love serving on the council. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the four or five hour budget workshops are worth it at the end of the day. Like I said, it's rewarding in yeah. its own weird way. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, there's, there's a million options and, and I haven't made up my mind. Mm-hmm. What major league baseball team would you like to be an agent for? Oh, I, whatever team pays, I will, uh, I will represent, you know, I'll take a client anywhere, wherever they pay. Um, you know, I think, uh, I think minor league baseball players are, are criminally underpaid. And I know there's been some legal action okay. um, regarding them actually making less than minimum wage. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've had some successful steps in the right direction, but, um, you know, I, I briefly, I wasn't very good, but I briefly played baseball for a bit. Um, and so my former teammates have gone on to do some great things and um, are either in the minor leagues or are about to be in the minor leagues this upcoming season. Um, but there, uh, there certainly, I think, needs to be stronger representation for some of them, especially in those early years. So, uh, you know, I think it would be a, a good balance between um, some legal aspects that I've always been interested in. Um, and addressing uh, an area that I'd be interested in. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Tyler, it's been a pleasure to have you on. I appreciate your time today, and I hope that you get some rest after this long campaign season. Uh, everyone needs it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's an understatement. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. <laughs>